Hi, everybody. In this episode, we're excited to have Jim Cermak back on. He is from Trade Show University Podcast, and he's going to share some tips on how to incorporate video into your trade show strategy right after this. with Jim Cermak. So glad to have you back here. It's been a little bit since we spoke before. Yeah, but I am I am honored to be back. This is this is going to be a blast. This is going to be an absolute blast. We get to be in person, which yes. is even, even cooler. Wow. Yeah. Who, knew? Who knew we could actually do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, some of our um, viewers may have, uh, you know, remembered when we had you on last time, but for those who are new or just to have a little refresher, can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Well, I have, I have a podcast called Trade Show University, which helps show organizers and exhibitors get the most ROI from their, from their trade show because I've done literally either planned or exhibited hundreds of shows over way too many years, about 30 some years. And I love them. I absolutely love them. I think they are the best marketing tool available because it combines so much things. I won't go into too much, but I think it's great. But I see so many companies, it's a huge investment because now you're taking your staff and you have, you're shipping all your stuff, but you're, you're, you have a huge, huge investment and so many companies leave so much money on the table. And so that's why I created the podcast to help companies just give them information. Here's how you do it better. And I have some great guests on you guys have been on, which has been fantastic talking about video. And, uh, and so I just love sharing my experience, uh, with companies to help them do shows better. Well, it, it really is an art and it really takes, you know, a, a lot of coordination and effort. And um, so, yeah, you, you provide some great advice on your podcast. I would definitely encourage people to tune in and listen. Um, and so last time we were together, we were really living in, in a virtual kind of event world. Yeah. Um, and now it seems that people, at least, you know, from, from our end, and we're seeing, I'm sure you're seeing, um, people are really getting back to that in-person um, event. And so, you know, it's got to be good to see these uh, things happening again and, and being able to be in person and, and network. Um, can you talk, as people are getting more into uh, in-person events again, um, can you talk about, you know, some things to keep in mind when you're, you're really focusing on your trade show strategy, um, including video? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and as you said, over the last couple of years, everything turned turn digital, virtual, however you want to say it. Thank God for technology. It, it, we weren't completely cut off from each other and completely cut off from the world and our our, uh, our events were able to happen as clunky as they may have been or, you know, it not it's not the same. But face-to-face is back. Live events are back, which is fantastic. But to answer your question, uh, if you think about life, what what captures our attention? And that's motion. You know, and when you're at a, a trade show, yeah, there's a lot going on, but a lot of booths are very static. They have their banners, they have their backdrops, they have their little tchotchkes that they're giving away, their literature, and, and then the people, which are typically standing. And so what, what can grab your attention is maybe a well-placed video that has great graphics and, and grab, can grab your attention. All, all of a sudden, out of the corner of your eye, you're like looking now all of a sudden at a booth because something grabbed your attention. And that's how video can really be used well 
that's the first thing, just to grab your attention. Second thing is once you've grabbed their attention, how do you draw them in? And what are you trying to tell them? What is the messaging? What is, there's so much you could say in a video, and maybe we can get into that in a little bit. But just uh, uh, I think first thing is to, to draw them in. Second is to bring them into the conversation that you want to have with them. And that's really, it takes planning. It takes uh, goal setting as to how do I want to use this video? How do I want people, how do I want, what conversation do I want to have with my attendees? And using video to make that happen more effectively is, is a great way to do it. One thing I wanted to bring up, Jim, because I'm really excited about this topic. I know I told you that before we got on here, because we, we're currently working on some stuff for clients similar to what you're talking about. But and I, I kind of want to put this out there because whether somebody listening is a, a video marketer, like and they're doing what we're doing, or whether they're somebody who's a business that's, you know, trying to understand video marketing, um, I know a common, I guess a common roadblock that we often hear as a, a video production company is um, people go, well, we don't want to do that because um, nobody's going to pay attention to that. Or we don't want to do it because, you know, it's like we want people interacting with our staff or the, the trade show floor is too loud. Nobody's going to listen to things, stuff like that. And I know you're going to unpack this a little bit more, but could you maybe address maybe a few of those roadblocks? Because I'm just thinking if somebody's listening and they're like, well, you know what, it's not going to work for me. Maybe you can kind of explain like the benefit and how maybe it can work with the team too a little bit, a little bit more. Those great points. Those are very legitimate roadblocks. And if you don't, you have to think of a trade show video not as a video that you normally would think of where I'm going to stand there and I'm going to watch something and I'm going to listen. And you have to think of it more, I would say, like a billboard. Okay, you're in your car, you're going at highway speeds, and you have a split second to grab someone's attention. And how many times have we gone past and you, you, your attention is grabbed and you see something and you have no clue. You have no clue what that, what the company is, what the, what the product is, what they're trying to tell you. And then others are very, very effective. And you remember it because of the graphic or big font or something like that. So that's how I would say it. Think of it as a billboard. And billboards aren't talking to you. There's no sound. I would not incorporate sound, at least not vocals, into your videos that are trying to grab attention. Now, you might have a demo video or something for that next step, maybe it's in the back of your booth where you can bring people in and then show them things that they, that could have sound. You might have music on it, but I wouldn't have people talking on your video that's trying to grab people's attention because, like you said, the trade shows are loud. There's a lot going on. It's hard to listen, and your, your attention is being, being uh, bombarded by a lot of different things. So you want to make sure that if I'm doing that, if I'm standing there and I'm listening, I'm watching something, all of a sudden someone else thing else has grabbed my attention, all of a sudden that video is no longer uh, viable or, or effective, I should say. So think of it as a billboard. Big fonts, big colors, big graphics, and maybe saying things that you want to say to your brand or new you know, to show your new product or your service or a special that's got you've got going on or maybe you're doing a giveaway but big, bold letters that grabs people's attention so they can quickly understand. They don't have to stand there for three minutes and go, what are you trying to tell me? Because they won't. <laughs> they won't stand there that long. Hope that helps. Yeah, no, uh, it, it does. It really, and I, I guess like one thing I, I'm just curious about, like, do you feel like just from talking to some people, like by having a video there, does that help draw people in at all? Does it, is it like, I guess one thing that I'm thinking of, like, if I'm walking, I'm trying to put myself in the sure. shoes of the, the attendee, yeah. I'm walking through the trade show and maybe I see the video and I go, 
oh, maybe I stop. Maybe it gets me a chance to like stop so the person that's in the booth can get over to me. Or even, I guess, like, does it kind of help also? So I guess it's a two-part question. Does it kind of help also um, if somebody's in the booth and there is somebody talking, is this going to be able to help maybe keep them there a second longer so when you finish up with this person, now you can move on to that next person? Absolutely. A lot of great stuff there. And yes, videos can be very effective in just stopping someone just for a split second. Because if, if I am working, I'm, I'm working my booth and we have a video playing over here and I'm, I'm paying attention over here. And so I don't see someone walk up and now they're watching the video. Now all of a sudden I could turn. That gives me an opportunity to make that initial question, to ask them, to qualify them, to get deeper into that conversation. So yes, the, the, the team should be, first of all, you should know everything that's on that video. So that if there is something important, you could say, hey, let's go take a look at this video over here. In a few seconds, it's going to show that new product that, that we're rolling out or it's going to show this feature or something like that. So the, the team can do that. But yes, you could use that as a stop them, even for a split second. Um, it's not doing the job of the people. Uh, the people in the booth are definitely the most important, but it can definitely help your efforts in drawing people in. Great. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was curious about because I know we do get that question quite a bit where people when we say, oh, well, you could have a video for your booth and we hit those roadblocks and those things have been brought up. So I appreciate you going through that. Absolutely. Yeah. Use video. Use video. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's effective. So, well, and that's, you know, we, we encourage people to as well, but it's good to get into some of, you know, the, the real world applications and, and ideas and, and the, the you know, nitty gritty of, of how to make video really successful at your booth. Um, one thing I'm wondering about too is um, what are some, you know, we can obviously use video at the booth and I do want to talk about how to use it um, be before your, the trade show and after as well, but just to kind of um, talk maybe some, some best practices for using video at your booth. Like one thing um, that you have to consider is you have to you got to make sure the video plays, you know, and yeah. and I have to imagine maybe there's some um, power, um, some power uh, perspectives that you have to make sure are set up so you can, you know, make sure you have your monitors are plugged in. And then, you know, any Wi-Fi, what if the Wi-Fi is not working well? Um, do you have any tips just as far as, you know, making sure that you're able to play your video at the trade show? That's a, those, are, those are some valid things to consider. Yeah, definitely. And I always tell people this, if you, if you are, if you have to rely on Wi-Fi, don't rely on the hotspot that you're bringing because a lot of times these big halls, they, the, the signals don't come in very well. So don't rely on that. Always invest in the, the internet that the show is providing because then you're, you're guaranteed that you're going to get that good signal, especially if you're doing demos, you know, you're doing soft, software companies that are doing demos or you're doing something that I've seen this also, you worked very well, a real time video where they might have someone at a at an offsite location and they can do a, almost like a zoom call with that person to do demos to, to do some q a uh where especially if you have a big piece of equipment you and i were talking about beforehand it's a big piece of equipment or maybe you have a vehicle or an airplane or something where you can't bring this thing to the to the show but you can have that live feed where you're asking an engineer some questions or, or they can do a demo firsthand real time instead of just going through a, a regular video uh, or do both or do or you can do both. But, yeah, to your point about the Internet, definitely make sure you have good good service. Make, make sure you're set up for the right electrical 
talk with the electrical team at the at the show to make sure you're getting the right voltage and the, the number of outlets that you're going to need and all that kind of stuff. And make sure you have the, a monitor that's big enough. I've seen companies, they'll bring uh, the desk, the monitor that they have at their desk for their, their uh, computer, and it's a 20-inch monitor, and it doesn't do anything. It gets lost in the shuffle, so make sure you have, and, and they're fairly inexpensive anymore, the, the bigger monitors, so you can buy one, or there's a lot of rental options as well. So make sure you have all that considered, and make sure you have a good spot in your, in your booth that, you're not blocking it. It's not blocking you that it really fits well into the design of your booth. So if you're working with a booth designer, have them uh, mock things up and, and really start to, to think about how are, where are we going to stand? If the, are we Okay, we have four people working. We're all standing in front of this monitor. Now it's not as effective because we're, we're blocking it. So a lot of those des- uh, booth design considerations need to be thought through. Yeah. Those are very, very practical, you know, just from a logistics wise, because you don't want to invest in a video that you, you are not able to play, you know, and it's not working well, so, or nobody's watching it. Yeah. And that idea you had of the live video, like, that's actually something that I, I mean, we've, we've done videos like that for clients where they've done like a Zoom call and they've demoed stuff, but I've never thought about doing something off site and even pitching that to a client, like, hey, why don't you put a 70 inch monitor up and, uh, you know, TV up, and then we can take your product off site and you can walk around it and get a three. 60 and point things out and that's that's just so that's an awesome idea yeah and, and you can also use that by having if you have enough room in your booth if you can afford a little bit larger booth and you can set up some chairs and you say hey, we're going to do, do a live demo at this time and so and you have and then you can have people come back to your booth and, and that just people walking past seeing people sitting at a booth watching something draws more people in and so you'll get you'll just kind of get a little crowd that, that will form as you as you're doing and you can do live q a and, and working with a company like yours where you make sure the audio is all set so you're not having someone turn from the the camera all of a sudden you can't hear a word that they're saying because they don't have the right microphones they don't have the right video equipment and all that uh, but that's it's a great way to to get more bang for your buck and really effectively show your product off, show your service off uh, to, the, to the people there that need to see it. Yeah, I love how it's, it's really making the booth more interactive too. Yes. Um, well, I like how you use the analogy with a billboard. Think of it as billboard at your booth. But when it comes to using video even before the trade show and afterwards, it's almost kind of a you know a sales um, a tactic. Or um, I know before when we were talking too, we were even uh, discussing maybe having a plan for capturing some video on site um, at the booth as well. So what are some other ways besides just having video on a monitor at your booth that you can use video before, after, and then like create some during uh, the show as well? Yeah. Video, people love getting video and especially you, you, you send, it's got to be short. It's got to be a short video, video clip, 60 seconds or less. Otherwise they're not going to watch the whole thing. But Think about if you, especially if you have key people you're trying to reach beforehand, maybe doing a quick 10-second intro that's personalized. And then it could lead into a clip that's already been created that says, hey, Bob, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see you at ABC Expo. And I put together this video for you about what we're going to be showing with our new product. 
and then you can roll into a, a, a you know pre-recorded you know 40 second something or other about your product and but by personalizing it and if if you had a list of you know 50 people that are your key uh, your key contacts going through a 10 second saying that same thing 50 times okay maybe you you, you burn a, a couple hours but what could be the payoff how many of those people are actually going to stop at your booth and and if not, they might be picking up the phone going, I'm, I'm not going to be there at the expo. I can't make it. But I'd love to schedule a, an in-person demo or I'd love to schedule a time with you to talk more about this. You know, so using that kind of stuff ahead of time, just, but let people know what, is gonna, what they're going to see. Otherwise, they, they may not, they might say, oh, oh yeah, I've, I've, I was at their booth last time. Yeah, I, don't, I need to see other things this time. Let them know what's new. Let them know what's different. Let them know what you do better than anybody else. And use that marketing, use that branding in an effective way in video. And it doesn't, but don't make it so long that they're not going to, they're not going to watch it. But if it's a few seconds or less than a minute, that gives them a a good chance that they're going to click on that video and in the email that you sent out ahead of time or send them a, go old school, send them a a postcard with a a QR code on it that they can go right to a video uh, and make that real big and bold, check out this video, and then, you know, they can use their phone to get over to that. One thing I, I want to mention, I, this isn't really video related, but you just kind of brought this up, and I, this has been fascinating me. Um, I feel like prior to, to COVID, um, a lot of people were getting away from QR codes, but because of COVID, it's yeah. been so normal to use it to get menus and yeah. things like that, because people didn't want to touch anything and share things. So I, I just am fascinated by this return. It's like this resurgence of the QR code, and people are now using that. And um, I've even been con- you know, debating about us using it. We sent out a Christmas card, and it'd be great to put it on the back of it and send it out, and then you can like you know, go right to the video, a Christmas video. So I just, I think that's interesting. Do you find, or have you heard, has that been an effective way um, for people? Are they able then, is it, because I feel like before you maybe say flip someone's literature over and you're like, okay, um, you know, whatever.com, or is it, do you find it, have they found that they get more visitors because, or if you heard people have gotten more visitors because they can just scan it and go directly there? I think it's, I think it's dependent on what are you, what are you sending them to? Okay, if all you're doing is send me your website, I don't think that's very effective because I can just type in, you know, flexmedia.com, flexmediaclee, right? Yeah. Yes. .com, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, um, but if I'm sending them to a product video or I've seen this, instead of me printing out as a company, if we have 10 different products, printing out 10 stacks of all this literature and taking it and then using you know, whatever of each one, having one with with a bunch of different QR codes. If you want to see this product, you know, go here, go here, go here. And so that's an effective way. It's cost effective because I'm not printing up all this stuff. Plus it's taking them to something that I can't show them effectively or show a bunch of people effectively at the booth. I might be able to walk them through different product videos at the booth if I have that set up. But if I give them, hey, when you get back, because I don't want to take up a ton of your time, but if you want to see product videos on this, this is the one I would definitely recommend. This is the, this is the product we talked about. You circle that one and make sure that they, they watch that when they get back. So I think it's how you use it. What are you sending them to uh, that could be more effective? And use them instead of printing up. Save a few trees you know, so you can get to go green a little bit, and you can really make that, uh, make that splash um, to get them to the, the content you want to get them to. People don't have to carry, it's another thing people don't have to carry around either, and they'll save it, you know. Um, 
uh, I loved the idea we were talking about earlier before we jumped on here um, about actually just using your cell phone to create some videos while you're actually at the booth um, to get customer feedback and um, follow up with them too. So can you talk about some of those clever ways that people can actually be capturing video just on their phone while they're at the booth? Sure, absolutely. And I, there's two two ideas. So if I get too far on one, remind me, I, I said two. Okay. So, <laughs> so the first idea is you have someone in the booth, especially if you have someone looking, whether they're looking at your product or they're reading something, and they they give you a just an off-the-cuff testimony, wow, this, this is great. I, this is innovative. I've never seen anything like this before. Stop them. Say, Do you mind if I capture that on video really quick? And then pull out your cell phone. We've all got them. We've all have that video camera that's in our pocket. And then, uh, and then just turn it on and say, "Hey, what? Can you say again? What? Uh, t- tell me your name and your your company you're with, and what you just said about about the product. And then capture that. Have them say that over again. I had a client do this at a huge show. Came back with like thirty or more video testimonials, and now he can turn those into text. To, to put into a social post. He, can, he dropped a ton of those videos in social posts. And now you have, he had months of content that is all positive and all real world and all real life testimonials that people just gave off the cuff. But he just pulled out his phone. Can I grab that? And some people say no, that's fine. But there's going to be enough that say yes that you can grab their, their testimonial. And that's powerful. Those real life people that are there, they're, they're using your product, they're demoing, whatever, uh, right then and there, you can get the, get that. Or if it's a customer that's at the show and you say, hey, Bob, you've been a customer for so long. We, why do you deal with us? Why do you buy from us? And, can I grab that? Oh, yeah. And then just and do the same, same kind of thing right there. The second thing, and I think this can be a game changer for a lot of people. A lot, you know, we go to the show, we see tons and tons of people. If you're an exhibitor, you have people coming into your booth. You have so many hundreds of people, depending on the on the show, over multiple days, and you leave. And that person who the attendees, they have, may have stopped at, you know, who knows how many booths had how many conversations, and then the follow up comes, and all of a sudden they get a they get an email or they get a phone call. And it's like, wait, who is this again? And it's hard to remember the conversations you had. So can you, right after you, you've had a great conversation, and Bill, you came to the booth, and we had a great conversation, and you leave. I pull out my phone, just talk to Bill Barona from Flex Media. Bill, it was great to see you here today. We talked about XYZ. I can't wait to follow up with you next week. I'm really excited Great to meet you. Something super simple, a few seconds, send that in an email. And now all of a sudden, you've made that connection, that reconnection, that person. Oh, I remember talking to, oh, that was a great conversation. You can even drop some some uh, uh, tips or some, some things about the conversation to refresh their memory. But you just had the conversation. So it's a great time to capture that in a video. Send that in your follow-up. What better way to have a follow-up than to have that super hot follow-up, not just a warm follow-up, but a hot follow-up, and now they're remembering and they're expecting your phone call or whatever you set up. That's a very good point. Like I feel like that's one thing that we do with our, our holiday cards that I, I always make it a point to do is I love, like, and granted, this isn't with video, this is just writing, but I always make it a point that when I 
when I go to send these holiday cards out that I write a personalized note in there, something that has to do a conversation that we had. And I mean, I have no way of tracking, but I do feel like we have a lot of clients that come back to us. And I, I, I think that's part of it. Yeah. And, and, and you're, in a way, you're, that's what you're doing with the video file. If you're personalizing it to them and think about how much that's going to stand out from when they finally get back to their pile of emails and they're going through them all, that's really going to make a difference and get their attention. So what a just easy tip, but you know, you just have to, we talked about the importance of planning and just, you know, training your team on, and this is the process. This is what we're going to be doing at the booth. And then, then it just becomes another part of, um, of the show. And I love that it, it gives people, um, a chance to, to do something too. And they're not just standing around, you know, people are, are, um, more active at their booth too. So I think, I think those are great tips. Well, thank you. <laughs> and they're effective and it's a great way to use video. It's a great way to use video. Well, and I love that you're, you're talking about using it with your smartphone. Cause I do feel like that's one thing that a lot of people get away from is I feel like they aren't using their smartphone. They're not using, cause like, I feel like we run into that a lot where people think they have to go through us and like, there's a time and a place to work with a company, but there's a lot of things that people can be doing on their own and they're not taking advantage of it. Like in a lot of these things you're talking about, they're missing the boat on an opportunity to just be able to connect with people and stand out from everybody else because nobody else is doing it. And I think a lot of it might be maybe people don't think about it. Maybe they don't think it's professional enough because like, well, it's my camera, but it's like people are so used to seeing that and it's so acceptable. So like for anybody listening too, that's one thing I just want to throw out there is, don't be afraid to pull out your phone. Don't be afraid to, you know, like we've talked about before, record Zoom calls and get testimonials from that and stuff like that. Because really, like, it, it is acceptable and you're missing an opportunity to push more content out and get your name out there. Yeah. Just don't have your phone in your hand the whole time. Have it in your pocket or have it put away under under a table or something like that. And when you do pull it out, say, is it okay if I, I just want to grab my phone? Explain what you're doing. Because for some people, you pulling out your phone could almost seem like it's rude. Oh. All of a sudden, we're not having a good conversation. I thought we were having a good conversation. Now he's looking at his phone. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure they understand what you're doing. and But that could be, like you said, it's very common. It's very accepted. And use it. You've got this amazing tool in your pocket. Use it for the follow-up, for the, for the pre-marketing, making things more personal. And it doesn't take a lot of time or effort. But it does take planning. Like you said, planning and training. So you say, you tell your team, hey, if you hear anybody say something positive, Come get me and I'll and I'll record a testimony or you 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 do it or whatever, but have a plan so that they're thinking about it when it happens. They're not like, oh wow, that guy said something great. Did you capture it on video? No. Why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You have to have that that plan ahead of time. Well, one thing too I want to mention to you, Jim, just because this might be uh, if if you weren't aware of this, I think we might have talked about this tool before, but um maybe beneficial to people that you work with is um the tool that we use to send personalized video um through email is Vidyard. And if you've never never been on there before, basically it's like um, it's twenty dollars a month, and you can like record and you could share your screen. And we usually use it to walk through for proposals. We do it to reach out to cold leads, um, even sending messages to like internal team and explaining things to them because it's easier than trying to type up a whole email. But that company actually makes an app for the phone too, so you can download that app with that plan, and you can actually create personalized video using your phone using their app. And I think you could even like share something. So like if there was an image or something, I think you can go to your screen, share it, 
and then you can actually put it in the email and then send it directly to them. And what's cool about that, right, even through text, like email, text, or even on LinkedIn, but you can see when the other person opens it up and watches it. So that's wow. also a nice thing for you to like, yes. now when you do go to do that follow-up, say you send it the day of, and now you're going back to do the follow-up, you go, well, you know what, I know, you know, I know Jim watched that video, so, and I know he watched about 80% of it, so now maybe I can reference like, hey, I'm glad you watched, you know, Maybe reference something else from the video to kind of remind them. So I just think that's a cool tool. If you haven't messed yes. around with it, it's for twenty dollars a month. It's well worth what you get for it. Wow, that's fantastic! Yeah, the possibilities are you now going through my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it. I think it makes it a nice, neat way to go about. It makes it even easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you've shared a, a lot of advice with us. Were there any other best practices or um, pitfalls that you wanted to touch on? Wow, let's see. Um, I would say. As I looking at my notes here, <laughs> I would say at the show, capture some sort of a, just some, some, uh, whether it's picture still images or some video of activity going on at your booth, create a little uh, 30 to 67 second uh, sizzle reel that you could use as part of your follow-up. And also at, if you missed the show, put that out on, on LinkedIn or whatever your social channels you're using. And you could, uh, if, you, if you want more information or want to see what we talked about, you know, get in touch with us. So use that uh, as, a, as a follow-up. Uh, send a personal message of thanks. Again, uh, like you said, that being personal, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't take a lot of time. And with a, a $20 a month tool, it's not expensive. And you're and using your phone, you don't have to have a professional video set up with, with all sorts of lights and stuff. Like, make sure you, people can see you, so at least have like a ring light or something. But don't uh, you don't have to spend a ton of money or time of time, but make it personal. Because pe that sets you apart. No one does that. No one makes it personal. Not enough people. And maybe after uh, this, people, more people will. But, I hope uh, so. But yeah. you could do that. But there's an opportunity right now to Absolutely. really stand out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and uh, again, rehash if you had a conversation with somebody. And don't send the same follow-up to every single person. If you had a great conversation where you have a solid follow-up, they are going to be a customer. If there's anything you can do about it. Make sure they get a different follow-up than someone who maybe just stopped by the booth, maybe scanned their badge, maybe really didn't even have a conversation with them, but you got their name, you know they were at the booth. Send them a different follow-up uh, so that it doesn't come across, especially to that person you had a great conversation with, that they got a generic follow-up. Make sure you're, you're following up uh, with great video and personalization. And, but that, that follow-up is so critical. That's, that's the key. One thing I just want to touch on because you brought this up and I, I think this is, I actually want to know for me and maybe this will help people that are listening to, um, getting photos and video of, of your booth. And that's something that I feel like we oftentimes do sell to clients. You know, if we are coming out to the trade show, we'll say, hey, you know, we get photos of your booth, get B-roll footage of your booth. Um, and then using it obviously as like a sizzle reel or like a thank you. Do you do you know, like, have you talked with people that have seen a lot of value in something like that? Is that beneficial? Like, is it is it important for a company if they, obviously I know if some companies invest in a large trade show booth, they want to show that off because they made a, a huge investment. But even for companies maybe have a smaller booth or maybe it's a middle, middle of the road type investment, is it worthwhile to show off what they've done on social media? Is there a return on that that you're aware of? Or have you even seen companies you've worked with a return on something like that? Absolutely. And in the follow-up especially, if you know somebody has been at the show, and you're following up with them, sending them a picture or a, a quick video clip of your booth, and you mention the smaller booths. Think about some of the bigger shows that, that you've been to. 
and you've got hundreds and hundreds of booths, maybe 10% of those are big booths. And then the rest of the 90% are those 10 by 10s, 10 by 20s, 20 by, you know, they're not huge booths. So the vast majority, hundreds of, of those smaller booths, how do you stand out? How do you stand out? But it, you, someone may have come by your booth, had a good conversation, and left, and now all of a sudden they get a follow-up call from you or they get an email from you and they're trying to rack their brain of who did I see and what was, show them a quick picture of your booth and maybe you in that picture or your team in that picture can make that connection. So that is where, where it's powerful. So I, I definitely think, yes, capturing that. And then if someone wasn't there, at, at your booth, at, at the show, or maybe they were at the show, but they didn't see you. They didn't stop at your, then all of a sudden they see a, a post from on LinkedIn with a picture of your booth and maybe some of the products or, or something that now can grab, grab their attention. Always a great idea to do that. And if you're going to be at another show coming up, hey, maybe you missed us at ABC show, but we're going to be at LMNOP show later on in, in November. So make sure you, you, you connect with us and stop by. So yes, I definitely have. I've seen that. I've seen better, more effective follow-ups. Yeah, thanks. I was just curious because I know that's something we often get asked, and I, I'm like, you know what? I wonder how effective that that is. I mean, we know how effective it is outside of like if somebody's sending like personalized stuff, but even just to blast it out on social media. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, sales and marketing, it's it's about number of you know touch points, and yeah. the more you can be front of mind with someone, the more effective you're going to be. So. Um, you know, even with the idea to follow up with footage of your booth or a little sizzle reel after the show, you know, it's just, it, it keeps those few days that you're at the show, it keeps it going and the momentum going really, you know, even maybe through the rest of, of the year until the next big one. So, um, well, thank you so much again, Jim. We always have so much to learn from you. Great. We thank really appreciate you. it. Um, where can people go to learn more and, and um, listen to your podcast? Yeah. Well, if you want to go to the, go to my website at tradeshowu.biz, tradeshow, the letter U.bi. Uh, and all the, if you go there, click on the pot episodes tab and all, whatever we're at, number we're at, 150 plus episodes are on one page and they're categorized. So people can go and if they're looking for a video, uh, they're looking for episodes about marketing or they're looking at episodes about the uh, uh, booth design or something, they can click on that category and see all the all the interviews that I've had about some amazing, amazing guests like you two uh, have been on before and, and a lot of uh, other great, and sometimes it's just me talking and giving tips and, and tricks So from everything from like I said, the, the goal setting, the basics, goal setting, the staffing your booth, the training your booth staff, all the way to travel tips. Okay, you're going to the show and maybe you don't travel a lot during the year, especially over the last couple of years. Not many people have traveled all that much. How do you make your trip more effective? How do things like that? So everything in between, anything having to do with trade shows uh, you're is, the guy. is there. Is there. <laughs> and sign up for the, the email newsletter. I've got a free gift for everybody uh, when they sign up there. Or listen on your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever, wherever you listen, Trade Show University. Thanks again, Jim. We really appreciate your advice. That concludes this episode of Watch Time. Please make sure to check out Jim's podcast. It's a great one, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.